Welcome to Stories Behind the Stars podcast, dedicated to honoring the fallen heroes of World War II. Today I have Lisa McColl with me, and if you could introduce yourself and tell us how you have how you found the project. Sure. Well, thank you for asking me to join you today. Um, I am um, in my 60s, retired. I um, live in Missouri. I have three grown grandchildren and five grandchildren, two more on the way. I found this um, Stories Behind the Stars through a podcast called Extreme Genes with Scott Fisher. And he was interviewing Don and I thought, and I think this was last June or July, I heard that. And I thought that just sounded wonderful. I, I just loved the idea. And I thought um, my time had kind of freed up a little bit and I was looking for something new to do. And um, I am a genealogist, so it kind of fit right in with the things that I like to do. So when you first start with a name, can you explain the process that you go through? Sure. Um, I like to think of myself as a organized, maybe a little detailed. Um, so I was, I, I got the names from um, Don. Um, he would send me about five names at a time. And there was enough information there, you know, usually had their birth date, their death date, maybe um, their service number. Um, a lot of them were the during the Utah project. So um, I would um, just copy that into my own spreadsheet. And the first thing, and I, I learned this, the first thing you should do is go to fold three and see if there's a story written already. I did a whole bunch of research on a, a, a fallen and um, then to come find out the story would already been written. <laughs> so that's the first thing I do. Um, but then on my computer, I set up a folder for that um, soldier's name. And if I ever find anything, I just dump that in there, newspaper articles or uh, census records or any kind of records that I find, um, images of things just go into a folder. Um, and then I just start my, my research. I also have um, a couple kind of, maybe you would call it fill in the blank forms, just so I remember when I'm writing a story, let's be sure I mention his parents and siblings and maybe his schooling or where he was in the 1940 census and did he register for the draft and when and where was he enlisted? So it's kind of a fill in the blank, but I can just um, alter that depending on how the story, the research um, comes out for that person. I also have a preformed letter email that I send if I find some a photo, um, like on Find a Grave. Those are all copyrighted, and I always like to ask permission to use those. Um, and it always has the, the little blurb in there about um, this project is for stories behind the stars. And, you know, if you're interested, check this website out and all that. 
always, always get positive uh, feedback. Sure, yes, do the photos, do the use, use whatever you can. Do you feel like you do you need to have like the skill set of being a genealogist in order to like participate in this project? Not necessarily, but it certainly has helped. Um, you know, the the boot camp that Don has set up is so easy and and just it's it's very well organized and understanding how to do that. Um, and again, you know, with the Facebook group, I've you know run into a problem and reached out, and there's always somebody there that can answer my question. I don't know a lot about military. So understanding the hierarchy and how to write out the the squadron or the platoon or and make that all right, um, that's very new to me. And military research is new to me. So yeah, that's kind of one of the things that's kind of scared me is I I really don't know any of the rankings. I don't know any of this, like how did the squadrons and the platoons and all those work? I, I really don't know those nitty gritty details, but what I've been hearing from a lot of researchers is like, if you don't know something, put it on the Facebook group and somebody knows. Right. Yeah. And it's just good to ask a question and that's how you learn. So do you have any memorable stories or impressions from the stories that you've just written about that you'd like to share with us? They've all been awe-inspiring to me, um, learning about um, either the battle that these um, fallen were in or how young they were or what their life was like um, beforehand. Um, you know, some were, had lost a parent already, but they're only 18, 19 years old, or, you know, they'd only had eight years of schooling, which I, you learned through the 1940 census that asked how long they, their highest education. Some were in college and had left. Um, so the, the one thing that has happened a number of times to me is as I'm researching, I all of a sudden realized that a very key date in that um, soldier's life, um, I'm coming up or I'm researching on the anniversary of that date. It might be his birth date. It might be, you know, the, the date his, one of his parents died or something, but it's a significant date for that soldier. And that's happened, I think I've written a little over 50 stories and that's happened more than a handful of times that I, I don't know. I just feel like that makes it really important. And maybe this is a work that needs to be done. That is really interesting to, it's almost like, you know, coincidence slash divine, you know, inspiration or something that they're over on the other side maybe or or someone there's like hey pay attention to this pay attention to me and that is so cool that as you're thinking about this individual and finding their story like that it corresponds to some key life events that's really kind of cool yeah yeah that is 
And that happened on my very first story. And I do know that. It, that happened on my very first story. It makes me cry. It makes me smile. Um, I just know that I'm being helped somehow to do this. Also, one thing that really hits me very, makes me cry a lot when I think about these stories is for some of these men, a lot of them died from accidents. I remember when I was younger, um, I asked my grandpa, I said, hey, you know, did you grow up during the war? Do you remember a lot of things? My grandpa was born in uh, 30, 34, something. So he he was not uh, obviously able to fight in the war. Um, uh-huh. But his, and his dad was too old. So it kind of missed that window. But I, w- I was talking to him and he said, yeah, we witnessed quite a few deaths. And I was like, wait, how did you witness deaths? And you know, his dad was actually a teacher at a, an Air Force base. And so he they would see pilots, you know, who would lose their lives in crashes of planes that were just not reliable. And sometimes, you know, as a lot of these stories come back to us and they're not these like valor deaths of on the battlefield, but it's flying a plane over someplace in, in America and it crashes. Right. And I've done a couple of those that they, you know, died in, you know, a training accident or um, yeah, before they ever, were shipped overseas or and those kind of deaths are just not memorialized right because people don't have like you know this intense epic story to go with it and it's just so rewarding to know that even though they didn't die in battle they died in the war and they're still being honored today for that sacrifice it's just (laughs) amazing and and they need to be remembered right even though they don't didn't ever make it overseas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think we need um, to do justice to this um, invaluable debt that we owe these um, military men and women. Um, And I'm just real confident knowing that um, there's so much support and help to help get these stories out there. Um, I'm really excited to be part of this. It's getting momentum and things are going. It's kind of, you know, when my dad first started this four years ago and he was just taking time on his lunch break. Like, I don't know if I, you know, we would listen to him at the dinner table and he'd tell us crazy stories that he found. Listen to this one I found this week. This is so, you know, amazing. And then as it's been moving and all of a sudden he started this nonprofit initiative and it's picking up momentum and you're actually, wait, we could actually get this project done. Like this could be a reality. We could get 400,000 of these memorials made. It's mm-hmm. it's just super exciting to be part of. Do you have any, anything you'd like to say to someone who's listening to this podcast and it's just kind of curious about maybe volunteering? Uh, yeah. And, I, and I've told, other people, you know, just just go and check out the website, look at it, and write one story. Just write one story. I think you'll be hooked. And if not, we've got one more story done. Um, I think it's a great education for, you know, maybe high school students just to do a story, research a person. I have learned so much about, I thought I knew a little bit about World War II, um, but I think I was probably more enjoying the, the glamour part of the, in the movies, you know, and all that. But um, 
I think I must have been asleep during high school class when they talked about Wake Island. Um, that was that's the stories I'm working on now. Um, it's you know a little atoll out in the middle of the Pacific, and they were um, I think there was 450 or so um, Marines and Navy people on this little atoll. Not even it's not even called an island, an atoll, and um, they held out for two weeks, I believe, and um, then then they were um, prisoners for the rest of the war, and they were. It happened eight hours after Pearl Harbor, so um, about a hundred men died during those two weeks, and the. Um, rest of them were um, prisoners of war for the rest of the, the war. So um, I think I also might have been asleep because I, I didn't know about that. <laughs> That's yes. So I, you know, I read a, a book about um, Wake Island and, and I um, told Don, I said, you know, I think I just really like to do these names. Um, you know, the story will be a li- somewhat the same, but yet, you know, what these men brought to the, with them, their, their background will be all a little bit different, but um, I'm focusing my research right now on Wake Island. Wow, that's, that's amazing. I think the problem I feel like with the war in the Pacific is that, you know, in, in Europe, there's so many well-known geographical names that, you know, we like, oh yeah, that place. And we can like make a tide, but it's like, oh, some remote island that, you know, never was on the map until we started fighting on it. And it's hard for us to just like connect to that. So we don't really understand, you know, remember what happened in the Pacific. Yeah. 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 I think that's also the beauty of like, when we tell the stories, we're actually telling the history too. Right. And that's what I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I think a high school student would be a great project to them. Great unit yeah. in high school or something. We are working with um, a few um, college professors right now, trying to get this into like college classes, and and we've tried to work with some high schoolers, but we're still trying to to find someone who could hut up the you know project of helping teachers get their students trained or getting the right resources and things. And I think maybe we'll that'll be our next big project after we get. Uh, done with d-day maybe we'll switch gears and try to push more towards helping that because i think that would be amazing for especially as a young child in high school to have that opportunity yeah it i it makes the war more meaningful um, not just a a movie you know makes these men you know real men yeah, and especially real, since real so focus. many of them were so close in age to a lot of high schoolers today. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, we really appreciate the time that you've spent writing these stories. We wouldn't be anywhere without our volunteers. We're very grateful for what you've done and, and the help that you've made. I'm very grateful for taking some time and just showing to people, like, you know, some processes and telling some, you know, perspectives and some stories and um would you have anything else that you'd like to to say 
to to the listeners here about stories by the stars or about this project or you know i i think just um repeating what i said you know go to the website check it out um and just write one story that that helps write one story and um go from there well thank you so much thank you thank you for listening if you're at all interested in volunteering or just want to learn more about our amazing project, please visit us at www.storiesbehindthestars.org.